All right. Let's do a deep dive on the lyrics of the song American Pie by Don McLean. Uh, It starts off with a long, long time ago. I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. Um, Cool start to a song a long, long time ago, right? Star Wars kind of starts a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, right? I said kind of as if I didn't know that. I was like, oh, it's something like, uh, hold on, let me get it perfectly correct. Nerd alert. Um, how that music used to make me smile. There's something sad in that already. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. So he's like, man, music used to make me smile. And it's, it's, it's not today or for whatever reason in the, in the present moment for the narrator of this song. Oh, by the way, so I don't, I, I think there's a tie-in with... The plane crash that killed, I guess, Buddy Holly, maybe the big bopper, and I think maybe another guy or, or a couple people. And it was a tragic event, and, and I think that's what the song w- was inspired by. But I'm kind of setting that aside and just looking at the words as if I didn't know any of the historical context to it. Because um, I, th- I think that might be fresh and interesting and fun. Uh, I've, I've never really taken a very close look at these. This song was uh, something that was on my radar as a younger man. And I remember it being played at a high school dance. I got invited to some, I think it was like a Catholic school dance. Uh, me, a couple buddies and a couple gals um, that we knew through church. They, um, they had us over for the dance. And I remember people getting really amped up about singing along this song. And so I'd kind of sung along to the parts that I know. You know, it's like... Uh, uh, bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the if you don't know, you're just like let's dry. I'm gonna buzz and drink whiskey and rye, singing this'll be. You know, you chime in on the parts that you know when you don't really know a song, but you're singing along to it. Oh, which by the way is one of the cutest things my daughter does. She just turned seven. Happy birthday, Bryn! A couple days ago, um, yesterday actually. Uh, one of the cutest things she does right now is is when we uh, drive along, sometimes she'll be singing along to a movie or a song, and she doesn't quite know it, but she'll still try anyway. So she's like, Of us ever in the row and day. It's so cute. And she's just locked into the zone trying to figure out. And so they really do learn songs by repetition when they're little um, and just trying it, which is really, really a beautiful thing to see. It's not overthought, which I guess is the uh, the loss of innocence of adulthood is sometimes you overthink things. Um, but you don't necessarily have to. But let's go ahead and overthink these lyrics <laughs> by Don McLean on American Pie. We've gotten one, one line in so far. So uh, the, the music used to make me smile. Um, I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. So I think maybe he's saying like, as a young man, you're thinking about what you're going to do with your life. And and he had some aspirations of maybe being a singer or a music maker. Uh, if he had the, the chance to make people dance and they'd be happy for a while, kind of, you know, pointing out some of the utility in music and dancing as an escape and something that is, um, you know, something to be cherished and something to be created. Um, but February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. Uh, 
Maybe that's where he's talking about the headline news about the plane crash. Um, but I like to zoom out and just look at how cool that lyric is. The February made me shiver. February is a word that I have a tough time saying, even though it's the month of my birth. It is my birth month. When people ask me my birthday, I'm like, February 15th. <laughs> February. 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 People say February. But I try to say February, and it just sounds like I'm drunk. I'm not. Um, bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. That's an interesting line right there because he rhymes step with step, which is typically something that's going to sound awkward. And maybe it does sound awkward there, but I think it works. I think we'll give him a pass on that. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside the day the music died. So that 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 two lines there, or you know, a couple a couple stanzas uh, there, r- really do kind of hammer home the you know somebody died and the music died with them. So bye bye Miss American Pie drove my Chevy Miss American Pie. So bye bye Miss American Pie. American Pie, right? Apple pie is apple pie and baseball are as American as we can get right? Um, So bye-bye, Miss American Pie. She's going away, right? This is a song of lament. It's a song of of grieving and and loss. So bye-bye. See you later, Miss American Pie. Like maybe like the ideal of America is leaving. Uh, Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Is a levee a river? A levee? I always thought a levee was like what blocked the river. Maybe there's different words that sound similar. Because um, doesn't Zeppelin have a song about when the levee breaks, it's going to flood? So he drove a Chevy, Chevrolet, uh, to the levee, but the levee was dry. So, I mean, I guess uh, the idea there is they're going to go do something exciting, but then they get there and it's a buzzkill. And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this will be the day that I die. Um, sounds really nice. So there's a group of guys, the good old boys, drinking whiskey and rye. They're getting fucked up, singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. This'll, this'll be the day that I die. I think here we're talking about death of innocence and death, death of ideals and death of heroes. Not necessarily these individuals are dying, but... Um, you know, something that is dear to them and something that they love and something that is worth celebrating is dying. Um, so this will be the day that I die. It's like, yeah, you're going to wake up tomorrow, but part of you is not. Part of you is gone forever. Uh, the next verse is, did you write the book of love? And do you have faith in God above if the Bible tells you so? Um, interesting little drop in here of religion right? If the Bible tells you so. The book of love, right? That could be kind of general, but maybe it's the Bible. Do you have faith in God above if the Bible tells you so? Maybe, I don't know, we'll see if this lyric, if there's any callbacks to this. You know, later on, there's the part about the three men I admire most, which I think are the two, uh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I think those are the two allusions to uh, religion in these lyrics. Do you write... Did you write the book of love? Did you write it? That's an interesting question. Can't be the Bible then, because we didn't write the Bible. 
um, unless we're looking at like people in general, maybe not myself, but people in general wrote the book of love. And maybe there's something optimistic in there. If it can be written by people, um, then maybe there's hope that it can come about. People can have those ideas and actions and and organizations and systems and experiences and history are just functions of people's actions, which are functions of people's thoughts and, and subconscious thoughts. So maybe there's some hope there. Um, do you have faith in God above if the Bible tells you so? That that rub that little second part rubs me as a little bit of a little bit of a jab. You know, it's like, hey, just because someone says something, do you believe in it? Maybe he's saying, do you have faith? You know, for reasons beyond just the Bible telling you so. Maybe you have faith for a deeper reason that you would have arrived at independent of the Bible. I love this next line. Do you believe in rock and roll? Can music save your mortal soul? And can you teach me how to dance real slow? Oh, man, I love those lyrics. Uh, <laughs> do you believe in rock and roll? Hell yeah. Uh, can music save your mortal soul? Hell yeah. Give me an amen. And can you teach me how to dance real slow? Love the, r- love the idea of dancing real slow. There's something sensual and passionate and like grateful about slow dancing. Cause you're like, uh, you know, slowing down time and you're not racing through to the next high. There's dancing real slow where it's like, we're going to feel this beat and we're going to live in this moment here and we're going to milk it. We're going to just saturate in this moment. Um, so it's interesting. He talks about, do you, did you write the book of love? Do you have faith in God above? And then he, and then he shifts to rock and roll and music. And maybe, maybe part of this is just the time that it was written. Maybe the idea of organized structures and, and religions and things was, uh, Oh, I'm getting some sort of alarm. Oh, that's the alarm for me to turn back up my thermostat because we're super cooling our house in Phoenix here. We make it really cold during off-peak hours and then turn off the air air conditioning for a few hours so that we don't spend too much money on electricity. Um, so yeah, maybe the establishment and organized religion is the first part. And then like rock and roll and music and, and teaching each other how to dance real slow, right? We don't need books I need you to teach me. I could go read something in the Bible or I could hang out with you for a while and maybe we'll discover the real shit, you know? Um, well, I know that you're in love with him because I saw you dancing in the gym. You both kicked off your shoes. Man, I dig those rhythm and blues. Um, oh, that sucks. I think every guy has been there at some point in their life when they're like, oh, I'm not the number one pick here. (laughs) I'm the guy on the sidelines. Um, he saw you dancing in the gym. You both kicked off your shoes, man. I dig those rhythm and blues. It's, that's a cool lyric too. I've sung along with it a bunch, but I've never really thought about it. So even though he's seeing, he's getting heartbroken because he's watching the girl that he digs dancing with some other guy. He says, I dig those rhythm and blues. There's a musical throwback here, a celebration of music. Rhythm and blues is a you know real celebrated tradition of music, but you can't have it without the pain, right? You can't have real blues music without the pain. So maybe he's saying like, ah, oh, that sucks, but I dig those rhythm and blues. You know, I dig that passage of time and that 
that I'm feeling the pain means that there is something glorious out there to be strived for, right? And those peaks and those really high positive moments that, that he could have, you got to take the lows with the highs. Uh, I was a lonely teenage bronc and buck with a pink carnation and a pickup truck, but I knew I was out of luck the day the music died. Um, a lonely teenage bronc and buck. Yeah, so, I mean, he's throwing back to when he was a long, long time ago when he was young and, and pink carnation. Like, uh, is that something like you bring your girl a flower before the big dance? A pickup truck? Just rhymes great with Brunk and Buck. Um, and maybe he was driving a pickup. I don't know. Uh, my version of that lyric right now would be, I was alone, a teenage Brunk and Buck. The pink carnation in a gray Volvo station wagon. Doesn't sound quite as good. But that's what I was driving back then when I, when I remember having all of that angst of being a, a lonely teenage Brunk and Buck. I relate. I can relate, Don. Um, and then they repeat the chorus. Bye, my Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, This'll be the day that I die. Um, and then it's now for 10 years we've been on our own, and moss grows fat on a rolling stone, but that's not how it used to be. I wonder if I wrote this down correctly. Because doesn't Moss not... Well, maybe maybe this is the cleverness of the, the lyric that I'm discovering. Moss growing fat on a rolling stone. Isn't, isn't it that the expression is a rolling stone gathers no moss? So why would the moss grow fat? And I guess that's what he's saying. He's playing with paradoxes here. Moss grows fat on a rolling stone, but that's not how it used to be. So 10 years, the passage of time. Okay, so for 10 years we've been on our own we've been on our own is he with someone or is he referring to everyone that's alone or civilization in general who's the we there i don't know but they're on their own maybe they gave up on god and uh, the bible um or maybe they gave up on rock and roll uh and moss grows fat on a rolling stone but that's not how it used to be. So I think he's saying moss growing fat on a rolling stone. Even though you're keeping busy and you're living your life and you're doing your things, sometimes you feel like you're gathering moss and you get fat. Moss growing fat, people growing fat from day jobs and uh, misaligned priorities and not enjoying their experiences. Um, but that's not how it used to be because we used to be free and love and, and celebrating rock and roll. Uh, when the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean. So it used to be back when the jester sang for the king and queen in the coat he borrowed from James Dean because James Dean is cool. So if you borrow the coat from James Dean, he's you're tight with James. He's like, hey, man, you're cool. Let me give you this coat. It's kind of like how Indiana Jones gives his hat away at the end of uh, one of the movies, maybe the short rounder. Uh I'm a little foggy on that detail. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's how Indiana Jones gets his hat. Or maybe both. The idea here is that articles of clothing being passed on is significant, whether it be Indiana Jones or James Dean. Um, and a voice that came from you and me. So, um, hold on. All right. Let's do a deep...
Okay, uh, the dogs have been let out and let back in. Um, so that whole, uh, that whole line is, for 10 years we've been on our own, and moss grows fat on a rolling stone, but that's not how it used to be when the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean, and a voice that came from you and me. Boom! Last line, and a voice that came from you and me. Okay? Where'd the voice come from? From you and me. Me, Garrett Anderson, and you, Don McLean. Or for Don, you and me is you, everybody else, and me, Don McLean. Is it McLean or McLean? Um, why is that important? Where does the voice come from? Who's saying stuff? You and me. Who's you and me? It's everybody. It's the people, right? It's the people. The jester is singing with a voice that came from the people. What does that mean? Jesters are like comedians in old time castle courts, right? Like think of Game of Thrones or Robin Hood uh, or any other sort of castle-y thing. Um, the Knights of the Round Table, Camelot, or uh, Spamalot, if you're into the Monty Python thing, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail. Okay, um, throwback. Um, so the jester is entertaining the king and queen, right? The king and queen run the place, but they kind of inherited the position, right? And if they do a good job, everybody kind of lives a decent life, but they also get the spoils of the riches and, uh, and get to have a nice time and, and get, uh, entertained and diverted, uh, from, from the, the troubles of daily life from a jester who's coming in and juggling and doing acrobatics and bending over backwards and telling jokes and, um, in this case, he borrowed a coat from James Dean, so he's cool, and the voice came from you and me, so he represents the people. Uh, the next is, uh, oh, and while the king was looking down, the, jest the jester, sorry, while the king was looking down, the jester stole his thorny crown. Um, who wore a thorny crown? If you were raised Christian... You probably know that Christ wore a thorny crown. So I might have been wrong before. I uh, Sorry, I just burped on the microphone. So I, I might have been wrong before. I said there was kind of two big allusions um, to, you know, uh, do you have uh, faith in God above if the Bible told you so? And uh, my three, three guys I admire most. Here's another allusion, maybe. Um, the thorny crown. The jester stole his thorny crown. Why would the jester steal it? So the king was looking down. The jester stole his thorny crown. Um, I don't know. That's kind of cool. It's cool action in a song. It's like something happened. So I like it. It kind of moves things forward. But then he kind of shifts. Um, he says, the courtroom was adjourned. No verdict was returned. Um... Let's see here. Those seem like two different kind of scenes. The courtroom. You know, maybe the king is trying to adjudicate some sort of um, controversy or issue or, you know, bring judgment down on someone that's accused of something. The courtroom was adjourned. No verdict was returned. You know what this says to me when I think, when I let it just kind of wash over me 
it's like the frustration of ambiguity. Um, and I love the way he sings it. He's like, no verdict was returned. Um, so he gets pretty impassioned there. It seems like he's angry. I think he's mad. I think he's mad that there is no verdict being returned. Um, and while Lenin read a book of Marx, so this is the communists, right? Karl Marx. Um, a court tech, is that John Lennon? And while Lennon read a book of Marx, is that a play on, there's a guy, there's a, you know, Russian or communist guy, Lenin, right? I forget what his first name is. Um, oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, read a book of Karl Marx, right? The father of communism. Um, a court tech practiced in the park. And we we sang dirges in the dark. Oh, that, those are those are neat words. Cortec practiced in the park, and we sang dirges in the dark the day the music died. Dirt, danced dirges, sang dirges, sang. I I always thought a dirge was like a mournful dance, but maybe it's a mournful song. The day the music died. So again, we're we've lost something. Um. And maybe there's just general confusion about the right way of going about things. Like Marx, maybe, maybe communism or socialism aren't the best systems, but at least he was thinking of ideas, right? Thinking of ways to pull it all together. Um, but yet there's still no verdict returned. The courtroom was adjourned and the jester stole the king's crown. It's fucking chaos, you know, like there's, there's no direction here and people are just grieving, uh, the day the music died, uh, helter skelter in the summer swelter. The birds flew off with a fallout shelter eight miles high and fallen fast. So I think helter skelter is just the chaos, right? I just wrapped up saying it was kind of chaotic, right? It's chaotic. It's summertime. It's hot. We're sweltering. Uh, the birds flew off. I think I, I think I wrote this down correctly, but maybe not with a fallout shelter. Fallout shelter, right? So are we talking about? We referred to communism in the last bit. Is this like the Russian American Cold War situation? Are we afraid that bombs, nuclear holocaust is coming? Bombs are going to drop, so we've got to do the fallout shelter thing. Uh, you know, either dig a hole in your backyard and try to wait it, you know, wait out nuclear winter with uh, beans and bottles of water. Eight miles high and falling fast. Is that how far, how high a bomb would fall from? Is that like a, a bomb coming down? Uh, eight miles seems like pretty high up to be flying, but maybe that's, maybe that's how high things fly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's not that high. I'm trying to think of the last flight I was on. It's like, okay, everybody, we're going up to about uh, 45,000 feet, and uh, we're going to make a left at Cincinnati. Uh, that was a little bit hacky, but <laughs> nonetheless is probably the only other time I've been thinking about how high a, uh, a plane can go. Anyway... Let's just say it's a bomb falling down out of the sky. To land and fall on the grass, the players tried for a forward pass with the jester on the sidelines in a cast. Whoa. 
Okay, so... Um, this bomb is coming down, and there's people playing a football game, is what I'm imagining. Players tried for a forward pass. Could be soccer, but American, I think, of, like, college... Here's the scene that gets painted, I think. There's, they talk about a band here in a moment here. This will be instructive. Let's read the other lyrics. Um, now the halftime air was sweet perfume while the sergeants played a marching tune. We all got up to dance. Oh, oh but we never got the chance. Because um, all the players tried to take the field. The marching band refused to yield. Do you recall what was the deal the day the music died? Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Let's go. <sighs> um, the halftime air was sweet perfume. Halftime of a game, the marching band comes out, right? You're at a high school or a college. There's The community is all gathered around in the stands watching this cool competition. And at halftime, it smells great. So what's sweet perfume? I don't know. Is it? The lady in front of you, her hair maybe smells good, or the girl that you brought with you to the game, or maybe it's the hot dogs or the nachos from the stand, or somebody cracked open a candy bar next to you and it smells great, right? Popcorn, oh, the smell of popcorn in open air on a on a on a evening watching a sporting event in your hometown. How cool is that? Halftime air of sweet perfume. So we get this moment of it's fine, everything's cool, we're moving on with life. But there's a fucking bomb coming down. Um, the, the sergeants played a marching tune. Is that a word in marching band? Sergeant? Or is that like an army thing? Are we playing marching tunes because it's a military time? There's a war afoot, man. We got to play marching tunes. We got to march. Two, three, four. I don't know what I've been told. Um, we all got up to dance, but we never got the chance. Because the players tried to take the field, the marching band refused to yield. There's a conflict here. The players are like, hey, we're going to go on to the field. Maybe that's army guys. And maybe that's sergeants sending people, right? These are the people in authority that are sending young men uh, into battle. Young men and young women in, you know, into harm's way. Um, the band doesn't want to give up the field. The band is the people that are like, hey... Da na 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 na, hey, ba da ba da ba Right, we're trying to have a good time. Let's celebrate. Let's put some melody over time, and put smiles on people's faces. Right. Uh, but the players are trying to go on, and then he says, "Do you recall what was the deal the day the music died? Do you recall what was the deal?" Interesting. He's asking the listener, do we recall what was the deal? He's like, do you remember how confusing that was? Oh, and there we were all in one place, a generation lost in space with no time left to start again. Oh, oh, there we were all in one place. Okay, it's one world, baby. We're all in this together. It's one place. We're all here in one place, one time. We're not different. A generation lost in space with no time left to start again. Oh, 
generation lost in space. We're on a rock floating through space. We're a generation. We're lost, not only in space, with no time left to start again. It's too late. Once, once you've let it out of the bag, you, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> Mixed metaphors there. Um, so come on, Jack, be nimble, Jack, be quick. Jack Flash sat on a candlestick. That just sounds cool, I think. Come on, Jack, be nimble, Jack, be quick. Jack Flash sat on a candlestick. Because fire is the devil's only friend. Hmm. If you sat on a candlestick, it would go in your ass. <laughs> and put the flame out. Is that, is that what we have to do to uh, fight the devil here? We got to sit on some candlesticks? Um... Because fire is the devil's only friend. So if we stick the, <laughs> get the fire to go out by sitting on it, um, we're fighting the devil. And as I watched him on the stage, my hands were clenched in fists of rage. No angel raised in hell could break that Satan's spell. Uh, as I watched him on the stage, my hands were clenched in fists of rage. No angel raised in hell could break that Satan's spell. Okay, maybe this um, only makes sense when you think about it in terms of um, of Buddy Holly and, and those other musicians that passed away. Maybe he was looking back on, on in his memories or uh, on footage of, of seeing them perform uh, on the stage. He gets mad and he's like, this is, a, this is a spell cast by Satan that we can't wake up from. You know, we lost the music. The music died. And that, that sucks, and it's a spell that we can't break. And as the planes climbed high into the night to light the sacrificial rite, I saw Satan laughing with delight. Oh, damn it! Satan got the best of us. He wins and laughs with delight the day the music died. Uh, he was singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. The devil sings at that time. This is a, this is a subtle thing. But before the chorus, sometimes he's saying, we were singing. Sometimes he says, I was singing. Here he says, he was singing. Bye-bye. Who's he? Satan. He's laughing with delight. Oh. <sighs> I met a girl who sang the blues, and I asked her for some happy news, but she just smiled and turned away. That's sad. She can't do anything but be sad. I asked her for some happy news. But she just smiled and turned away. She smiled, at least. It was polite. Maybe she feels bad for him. Um, what do you expect? She's a girl who sings the blues. She's not supposed to give you happy news. Could be a life metaphor in there. It's like, hey, uh, hey, wise man, or uh, sage, or guru, you know, tell, tell, me, tell me something good. And they're like, hey, life's suffering get through it the best you can, right? That's, that's how maybe Don was like, Hey, girl who sings the blues, tell me some happy news. And she just smiles and turns away because she can't, she's not going to lie to him. She's got to just turn away. I went down to the sacred store where I'd heard the music years before, but the man there said the music wouldn't play. Oh, I like this. Hold on. I went to the sacred store. Sacred. Okay. There's another like kind of allusion to something religious, something spiritual. 
Um, and, and why was it spiritual or religious for him? Because that's where he heard the music years before. He's trying to reclaim his innocence, but the man says the music wouldn't play. Sorry, dude. Jukebox is broken. Hasn't worked in years. Goes over there, plugs it in. Looks like it's working. No music. No music. Record spinning. No music. Check the speakers. Plug an aux cable into that. Run your phone through it. Play some songs. Speakers are fine. It works. Jukebox. Unplug it. Plug it back in. Looks like it's working. Plug it back into the speakers. No music. Music's dead. Okay? And in the streets, the children screamed. The lovers cried and the poets dreamed. But not a word was spoken. The church bells were all were broken. Oh. In the streets, the children screamed. Children screaming. Why are the children screaming? The lovers cried. The children are screaming because they're scared. That's when children scream like blood-curdling screams. Maybe that bomb is coming down, right? Um, they're grieving and lamenting for the loss of music and the loss of innocence. The lovers cried. Lovers would cry because they have something to live for. Um, they have passion. And the poets dreamed. That's what a poet's going to do pretty much anyway. <laughs> Poet wakes up and he's dreaming. Poet goes and makes himself a sandwich and he's daydreaming. Um, you know, bombs coming down out of the sky or legendary musicians are passing away and he's dreaming. But not a word was spoken. The church bells all were broken. Great rhyme. Spoken, broken, works. Uh, church bells being broken. So before we had the image of the store where the music wouldn't play, and now not even the church bells are ringing. Rock and roll has failed us, and religion has failed us. And the three men I admire most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they caught the last train for the coast the day the music died. Um, wow. The three men I admire most. So maybe he's like, hey, we, we're doing this hip thing. You know, we go get hamburgers and vanilla shakes and take our best gal out to the sock hop. But we still, in our quiet moments have reverence for the tradition of believing in a God, or if you're, if you were raised Christian, you know, the, the Trinity of the father, son, and the Holy ghost uh, line gets a little awkward uh, with men is the Holy ghost. Isn't really a man, but um, maybe the, the, if this ties back to the plane crash with three musicians dying, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's a tie in there. Um, they caught the last train for the coast. They're out of here, man. The last train for the coast. They're like, hey, this is our last chance to, to ditch. And we're ditching the day the music died. And they were singing. I'm by my 
Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die